Hello and welcome to Staying on a Maintenance Schedule, episode 44 of the American Coin-Op Podcast. I'm your host and editor of the magazine, Bruce Beggs. Planning for and properly executing a preventive maintenance program keeps the laundry's money-making equipment up and running. But what goes into laying out a maintenance schedule and sticking to it? Michael Stuckey-Sodka owns distributor Eagle Star Equipment in Troy, Michigan. He's a textile care, dry cleaning, and wet cleaning expert with more than 45 years of hands-on operations experience, and he frequently contributes to industry journals, associations, and franchises. Hi, Stucky. Thank you for being my guest on the American Coin-Op Podcast. Uh, Thank you for the invitation, Bruce. I'm honored to be on it and glad that I can participate. I'm happy to have you here today. Generally, what are the makings of a good preventive maintenance or PM program for a laundromat? It's pretty straightforward. Even though it takes time and persistence to set up and execute, uh, making sure that it is done on a consistent basis with a detailed list of the tasks that are required, as well as dates and the people or person that is actually performing it is very important. How important is scheduling maintenance tasks to the success or failure of any PM program? It's one thing to do it, but it's another to have a schedule and a plan in place with which to tackle it. How important is scheduling in this regard? Well, scheduling is very important because of the fact that it eliminates unexpected breakdowns in premature replacement of equipment as well as keeping your costs down by making repairs before they become emergencies and needed expensive replacement of parts. In short, it prevents and stops problems before they occur. What recommendations would you have for a new laundry owner who's just learning about scheduling maintenance? The first and foremost thing that I would do would be to interact with other laundromat owners to see what they're doing. Um, read articles that are in our publications or journals, like the American Coin-Op, as an example. Um, Interact with your distributor to get their input. Then I highly recommend doing the task yourself for the first few months so you learn and you know exactly what can be done and how long it takes to perform it. If you do nothing else as far as maintenance goes, Keep everything clean so when things start to break down, a technician will have a much easier time diagnosing the problem. What maintenance tasks should a laundry's personnel be able to do without assistance? And what work is best left to train technicians and repairmen? That's dependent on um, the confidence and the experience level of the operators or the people at the laundromat. But generally speaking, Items like cleaning the soap dispensers, the lint screens, cleaning out the valves, uh, your coin changers, the card readers, as well as making sure the replacement of any leaky hoses or door gaskets are all tasks that should be able to be done in-house. I would recommend having a technician troubleshoot systems that could pose a major safety concern uh, regarding high voltage or gas connections, as well as um, belt tensioning and um, burner tubes on the dryers as well. And any large components or expensive items, I would have a technician come in 
and properly diagnose and repair the situation. Why is it important to keep a record of when maintenance are performed or when maintenance tasks are performed and what is done? Why is that important? Well, logging the maintenance is important because it actually helps you have a better understanding which areas in the store may be creating issues, as well as keeping track of the cost involved in the maintenance. Tracking maintenance tasks is also important to see if there's a reoccurring problem with a particular piece of equipment. But the truth of the matter is, in a machine's life, there comes a time when it makes more financial sense to replace it with a new piece of equipment. Why might the average laundry owner have a hard time keeping up with a PM program? I imagine there are a lot of tasks or responsibilities that a business owner like a laundromat owner might have, and a PM program is just one of them. I mean, is that really what they're up against, trying to fit in PM with everything else they're responsible for? Or why might they have a hard time keeping up with it? Well, by not having a schedule with detailed tasks and duties, as well as a lack of knowledge or a lack of data, and by not laying out the proper groundwork and not setting up right from the beginning, But ultimately, wear and tear on equipment is due to usage and not by a date on a calendar. Today's management systems allow owners to see which machines are being used the most and should receive extra care. Would you say preventive maintenance has taken on added importance since some lead times for acquiring new equipment have grown longer over the past couple of years? Absolutely. Preventive maintenance um, can actually give you a heads up on serious issues with your equipment. Um, Lead times, as far out as they are, it would most definitely help with making sure you don't end up behind the eight ball when it comes time to replace equipment. Yeah, to me, that places even more pressure on the owner to make sure that their equipment is in the best shape and the best operating condition it can be because they might not have an easy or quick solution for getting new equipment in based on those reported lead times. As we close today, is there anything else about maintenance scheduling and performance that you'd like to leave with the American Coin-Op audience? I think it's important to have a good preventive maintenance program because it's a sign that the owner actually appreciates their customers and takes pride in their facility. Um, Instead of leaving situations like dirty soap dispensers not getting clean, it's taken care of right away. Uh, Little things like this is actually noticed by the customers, and they appreciate that. And a good PM program will also help you budget for future high-dollar maintenance costs or the need to replace equipment down the line. Stucky Zotka owns Eagle Star Equipment in Troy, Michigan. Thank you for being my guest today on the American Coin Op Podcast. Uh, You're quite welcome, Bruce. Thank you again for the opportunity. And I would like to commend the years that I have turned the pages of your magazine has exceeded over three decades. Being able to learn what I've learned over the years is because of publications like you have given us for so many years. The American Coin Up Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. 
Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinOp.com, and you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter, to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin Op Podcast, this is Bruce Beggs, saying your cycle is up. <laughs>